this is Jack, and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. It is the end of day four, and I have a progress update. Yesterday, I worked on my app, even though I really I felt stuck. I wanted to I wanted to go back and hit the books, go back and hit the YouTube, um, do some more tutorials, but I didn't do that, and I went straight back and I kept pushing forward. Uh, with my app because I feel like I just I either just need to understand a little bit more about the specifics of the code and the specifics of importing modules, importing packages, organizing them, uh, linking to them correctly, um, customizing and configuring my my package.json file using webpack or parcel as a bundler, which is what I was using Parcel, or I was trying to anyway, but it was it was having errors. You know, I, I kind of like, I did this thing where I like did npm install for some packages, and then later on I, I used yarn add for other packages, and it created some kind of inconsistency with the package lock file, and then so there were, I was having errors trying to, to use Parcel, and I just couldn't get it work. So I started, again, I started from scratch. I just... Uh, I just completely yeah, ditched the, the project that I had and I just started from a completely blank slate, new folder, new, new index.html file, new boilerplate HTML code, and um, I was going to reinstall everything consistent, consistently using just npm or yarn and go from there. But instead, I went with the script tags again. I thought I'd give that one more try. I'll try to import my packages just using the script tags in the HTML file in the header. And I actually got this to work. Um, so I've, I feel great. <laughs> uh, got massive dopamine hit. <laughs> when you get things to work, it feels so good. Um, and, and it wasn't actually the problem with the script tags as I, as I had before I was getting these errors in the console that said, um, couldn't find the source map for the script tags that I was linking to. And I thought that that meant that it didn't have access to, to those files. Because when I would click on the link in the console, it would just go to a, another page saying, file not found, 404. And I thought that that meant that it was having trouble linking to them or that the, the content delivery server wasn't delivering them properly even though when I navigated to those files manually, I could find them in their min.js format. Uh, so it turns out the source map error isn't really that important. And it's funny that I'm saying this now because my friend Renee was telling me, yeah, you don't have to worry about that. You can just ignore it. And all the tutorials online about the source map error saying like, yeah, the solution to source map error is to go into your settings and there's a little box that says show source map errors and you just click that little box in settings, and then suddenly it doesn't show source map errors. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't solve the problem. <laughs> um, it's like a Band-Aid. But anyways, it worked this time. And the problem was that I was following the tutorial to get this demo up and running without, I just assumed that, this, that I just could follow the tutorial and it would work. And the thing that they missed is that they assume that you're actually a little bit smarter than a total beginner programmer. Um, and when they gave you the gave when they give the lines of code to 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 get the package working, 
uh, you've got your variables and then you've got what the variables link to. They use the await keyword and you can't just use await without using without wrapping it inside of an async function. And this is a kind of new thing in JavaScript, the async await. I know that much. I know that it's fairly new um, and that it's something that I st still haven't really learned. It's not really like covered in the basic basics of JavaScript. So I had to go and learn that. I had to learn how to write the how to wrap it in the async function. And once I did that, it worked. So I was absolutely stoked about that. So I'm now getting key point data from my webcam feed or an image or a video file that I want to load up in the browser. Um, and that's it. I just get the key point data in the console for all of the joints of the whatever humans are, are in the image. So the next step going forward, um, I've got two, two potential forks in the road here. I can, I can go, one, on one hand, I can make this pretty now and I can kind of confirm the accuracy of the model by drawing the actual dot points and the skeleton on top of the image using Canvas in, in the browser, which I really want to do because I just want to see it in action, you know, I want to see it running my own creation, but that's not actually necessary. The next thing that I, that I need to do is to, to start working on the classifier. So I'm getting the key point data and I need to be able to build another classifier that, that takes in that key point data and then classifies it. Like, is this, a, is this a handstand or is this not a handstand? Um, and that is, that is probably going to be quite a challenge, quite an undertaking. I may need to learn a little bit of Python. I may need to learn a little bit of TensorFlow or PyTorch to build the model. I may need to collect a bit of training data. So there's this, this is like the whole thing. <laughs> this is the app, basically. Um, so I could distract myself by drawing the skeleton and learning how to do that, or I can take the hard road and start building my classifier. Haven't decided yet, but that's what's going on. So just wanted to keep this one pretty short. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in the next one.